This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to talk about what to do when your needle on your sewing machine keeps breaking. And or even or initially breaks. breaks. Just but then it breaks, then it breaks. Just breaking, Why does it break? Breaking needles. Needles shouldn't break. You might have a lot of time to think about this right now as you're home sewing. Uh, this is also a good time to stock up on needles. You yes. might be doing... We actually had a... Uh, well, we, a a podcast last our, our last podcast that we recorded yes. was what would you stock up on? What is a good thing to stock up what on, are, and why? Yeah, what like the perf and the perfect thing, the perfect sewing thing to buy in bulk is needles. For small, us, we small amount that's of our space. opinion, absolutely. Yeah, small amount of space. You have to have them to sew. They don't go bad. You know, blah blah blah. So, they anyway. only go bad while you're using them. And that's right. Right. They don't go bad in the drawer. They don't. Yes, they don't go bad in storage. Exactly. All right. So what happens when needles go bad? <laughs> yeah. All right. When your needle goes, goes bad. bad. Ooh, could you, you just make a broke a needle? Could you, could you make a cartoon? Maybe when needles go bad and it one will be like I broken. did just break a needle. You just broke a needle. And I know why I broke it. Uh-huh. Or why it broke. Uh, my friend Quinn just messaged me mm-hmm. about breaking a couple mm-hmm. needles. Uh, At then, least I believe I know why. Okay. Yeah. And then I don't know whether to, whether to share this story right now. I think maybe I'll share it later, but I'm going to share a breaking needles story. So breaking needles happens. Like you're not you're not a total failure if you break a needle. Right. Uh, it, it there are lots of well. Let's it, talk about why it can well, happen. Well, okay. Maybe. Let's talk about like the most inert way or whatever yeah, that like, it could happen. Like so from, from best to worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you break a needle and you're like, well, why did that break? I did, you know, or whatever. Or maybe it just bent really bad or something like. That. Needles will lose their round or their straightness just by regular use. Yeah. They okay. Get, they are. That, that's why they're replaceable. Right. That's why they're. And, and you know they are thin, right? Yes. Yes. And they are made to be strong. That's one reason. That's another reason they have a groove in them and the way they're shaped and all this. I mean, they are made to be as durable as they possibly can. But as you sew and. You don't have to be doing anything incorrectly or out of the ordinary or anything. They will get out of whack, so to speak. Right. Okay? And we are not going to try and straighten them. Okay? Yeah. I don't know how I, time... I know people have. I know people have. how hard times are right now, but... but, uh, but I don't think probably they're, not gonna they're work. not that hard yet. Okay? <laughs> so, a needle could just break from regular use. Yes. Now... We change our needles a lot. This does not happen to us a lot. Right. Okay. Usually we sort of have a reason, right? A more obvious reason or a more extreme reason, I guess. Is that a good word? Uh, Well, okay. So if I am starting a project and we were doing some filming for a live broadcast and you weren't getting a great stitch. Right. And we changed the needle Uh from a denim needle to a Microtex. Right. And we just put that denim needle in the sharps container. You know, and if I start to get low stitch quality, I'll change my needle. And if I can't remember 
Last time I changed it, I'm just totally cool with doing this. I'm totally yes. fine with just changing the needle. Or right. if I do sit down to sew and I think, you know, I don't know. Don't when remember the last, the last time. time. Is, I'll just change it. So yeah. Or you can't identify what kind of needle it is. I've yes. done that too. I'm like, is this a is this sharp or a ballpoint or what is this? Right. Now, sometimes I can tell it has a big blue band. And I'm like, and it's a big honking needle. And I go, that's a huge denim needle I right. had in there. Oh, I am a pair of jeans. That's a know. big yeah. Or that's a big top right. jean or something. Right. But you can. Uh, so the the reason why. I think that we're kind of successful on this, you know, front is because we kind of err on the side of how old the heck old is this needle? Right. We're going to change it. Uh, um, yeah. And erring on the side that we want a good, straight, strong, properly functioning needle. Right. Yeah. So uh, the way that the best the best thing I think that can happen to you to when mm -hmm. you break a needle is that maybe you were just sewing through something that was a bit too thick uh, and it breaks off right. and it's really easy to reconstruct the needle, right? Yes, yes. Okay? So <clears throat> oftentimes it's, it's kind of where I was going too. The reason the needle breaks, okay, is it's no longer straight and it's no longer straight and it, so it's hitting either the foot or part of the throat plate, right? Uh -huh. It's not going down into the slot or into the hole that it's supposed to be going into because it has been bent or it's being bent as you're sewing, right? Right. So like Mallory said, if it's something thick or even something, what, what, what do I want to say, with um, with a big resistance, yeah, right? It will bend that needle just enough that now it hits a hard surface. Well, yeah, and it would be best if it broke right on your project. And you could see it. Instead of mm -hmm. breaking in your machine. Absolutely. Like needle hitting a foot. Okay, if you got if your machine needle is like hitting your foot over and over again, you got a big problem. We'll get to that later in the yeah. podcast. But if you if you have been you were sewing a rug. When you broke your knee yes. recently. Yes, and what I really believed happened to me uh -huh. was I knew I was going through something thick. I had a big denim needle in it, right? I mean, I was doing all of the right things, and I was trying to support the rug properly. Uh -huh. And I believe what happened is I stopped supporting that rug, uh -huh. and it sort of you know, didn't feed properly as right. the needle went through. And it broke right in the rug. Yeah. Yeah. So you could tell where it was. Right. So, I knew right where it was. So this can be caused by too big of a thickness or too much drag mm -hmm. on your needle. But after you do, after you break a needle, you need to, you know, your next step is try and find all the pieces of the right. needle. You're trying to reconstruct what you broke. So if you have another needle that you can compare it to, lay it on the, lay it on the table. Mm -hmm. And then try to find all your pieces. Uh, I always love it when I break a needle and it's still threaded. I know. Like it's, hanging, it's like, yay. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. hanging on the, right. it's hanging on the thread that's connected. Right. And I can see, oh, yeah, you know. So you can really tell what's going on there. Um, and the reason you want to do this is because if a needle, sh if you know that there's a good hunk of needle missing, you need to check for it, most importantly, probably, in your sewing machine. Right. Now, you don't want to be stepping on it or anything, but the odds of you right. finding it after it's flown all over your sewing room are pretty low. Uh, luckily, they don't shatter, really. No. I mean, And usually it's 
usually it's in two pieces. Usually. Because it's bent and it snaps. Yeah. That's usually what happens. It just snaps. Um, yeah, most of the time it's not like there's 16 million little right. pieces out there or something. Um, this is a reason, though, to wear protective eyewear. Mm-hmm. I have had a piece hit my cheek. Another reason not to sew over pins? Yeah, of course. Because the pin can break and so can the needle. Or the pin will just bend your needle. Yeah. And then it breaks when you'd least expect it. Yeah, great. Wonderful. Stop sewing over pins. Okay, so. <laughs> we just uh, saw somebody do it on TV. Oh, my God. We got all upset. We get all upset. We yell, we yell at the TV. We yell at the TV. We make noises. Uh, it's really like. Well, and she sewed over one pin and then didn't sew over the other Yeah, that one. was kind of weird. And I was like, okay, she changed maybe it her, was a yeah. mistake. Ma- and right, like, that's what I thought, too. All right, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but uh, still annoyed me. Right. And then I'm like, she did, probably didn't do the video editing. Someone else did, and they should have edited that out. Right. But anyway. Okay, so. And maybe she was nervous because she was on TV yes. and she did it by accident. Look at us. But we still yelled at the merciful. TV. Yeah. We still yelled at the in TV. In the private and we're not like calling anybody out. But anyway, that's a good reason not to silver pins. So you get to re- The reason we're not calling about we can't remember who did yeah, it. Yeah, I but don't anyway. know who it was. Uh, <laughs> I remember what kind of machine they were using. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. So uh anyway, you're gonna you're gonna reconstruct those needle pieces and then uh leave the needle out of your machine. Don't put another one in and take uh take your bobbin out and thread and Run your hand wheel, turn your hand wheel, and see if everything is moving in an unimpeded fashion. Right. And you don't feel any resistance or anything. Uh, but the next thing I would do is I would. Well, and I want to yeah, give them ahead. the no, reason for go this. Yeah. And the reason we're doing this, the reason we're looking for all these pieces, the reason Mallory said, run, you know, try and turn your hand wheel, make sure your machine, you know, easily functions without any resistance. If you have a piece of metal, a piece of that needle stuck anywhere in your bobbin case, and yes, all your machines have bobbin cases, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that it loads from the top We're, and it's not a case. It has one, it has one, it has one. I feel one. like our, our, what do I want to say? Our tempers are thin. Or I'm yeah, not saying no. it right. Okay. No, it's just that <laughs> people will go, I don't have a bobbin case. Yes, you do. I you know do. you do. Let's say it okay? nicely. I know you, you do. You do have a bobbin yeah. case. <laughs> Okay, let's say this. It could get stuck in the bobbin mechanism. There you go. Okay? Okay. Can't can't fight me on that one. Okay. And if it does and it scars it, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. It's expensive. It won't sew right. Well, and we've seen it happen to where... you know, right. this is just classic. Piece of needle in there, and our tech can find, like, a groove. A perfect groove is where it's stuck. Where Absolutely. this thing's been right. stuck. Now, if a piece of needle... You'll find, let's say you have the top-loading bobbin uh, system, like the baby lock. Mm -hmm. There is, like, free space down there in the bottom where we'll find debris every once in a while that's there, and it's innocuous. Oh, right, right. It's not going to hurt if it's it's, down in your machine. if it's down in your machine and it just hangs out in the plastic right. tray. Uh, but you know. that's a reason for going through the hand wheel motion. Yes, yes. Because usually if it's in there, you can hear or feel a resistance. Right, right. Now. I have had people say, I can't find it. I just think it's in there. And I go, turn your machine upside down. Yep. yep. Shake it. Shake Do it. whatever you have to make you make yourself feel better. You know, if not, bring it into the shop. But generally, if you, you run your finger in there or Q-tip or whatever, mm. you're feeling for that, you know, little um, shard of 
of needle. Just you want to make sure that that mechanism is and clear. You, clear. You, you can use a magnet too. Hey, I have, yeah, to, go, I have to go live tonight. I'm going live twice a week in the self-sewn wardrobe right now. Um, it's back, and I'm in a show cleaning. We are, we are in March of 2020, just well, so anybody's listening. Well, I don't listening. think it is March anymore. Oh, it might be April. I think it's April. Right. Uh, this is in, during. The, this is actually during the Corona um, crisis. So just so yeah, you have. Yeah, so we're we're provide trying to provide right. a little extra entertainment, and I have been wanting. That's why to we're do, extra snarky too. Yeah, I, that's why I said <laughs> yeah. our our. It's not tempers running thin. What the hell am I trying to say here? I'm trying to. What is going on? Anyway, okay. Hey, so, dude, well, it's it's scary. We're we're yeah. a little. Everyone's running a little thin. Okay, yeah. so. I'm going to do a video on cleaning out that bobbin area. And remember my spiel I got to give about the needle position a couple of podcasts mm -hmm. ago? I can't wait to give my spiel oh, about putting the bobbin happy? cases. I'm so excited. Oh. It's, been, it's a great opportunity right. for spieling on the internet right now. So I'm <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm really excited. Okay. Uh, sorry to... The sorry other to... day I got to post your how to sew, how, how to thread a sewing machine video. Oh, really? That it looks like you're like 10. Oh, my God. I look like I am... I know. No, she looks like she's how, like 12 years old. I mean, how old am I? No, I think you were probably 17 or 18. God. But you look like you were 10. I look so And young. I look like I was 17 or I 18. I look so young. No, I look 17 or 18. You, you look okay. like you're 10. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you want to make sure this this part of your, any parts of your needle are out of there. You're welcome for the tangent. Yeah, shaking <laughs> your machine, turning it upside down, mm -hmm. especially with smaller machines. Like right. the, the Destiny here, she's like 40 pounds. She's a little hard to I shake I have never out. shook her. I've never shook Destiny. I'm afraid she might shake me back. Yep. I have not shook her. Now, Sophia. Yeah. Or like the little Molly or Mary or whatever right. the hell she's called now. Uh. Definitely right. can juggle that machine. Right. You know? don't, don't turn anything <laughs> upside down you think you might drop. Unplug it first. Yeah, it won't. <laughs> Remember the people that brought the machine in that they dropped in the parking lot? Yes. Okay. No, okay. We'll tell that story another That's time. That's a really good story to Write you that guys. down. Write okay. that down. Write Such, that person's, write that person's yes, name down. Such a good story. Okay. So then... Once that is out of there and everything's working nicely, the other reason you were saying the other one reason to do this is because you want to make sure there's nothing in there. Right. The other thing is if you hit something hard enough and your machine like kind of keeps going, you may notice resistance when you turn your hand wheel because there's a bigger problem now. Well, and the, the thing, right. Because honestly, in some of these, especially the top loading bobbins, you could actually embed it. In, in your bobbin the case. bobbin case that you're not sure you have. So, but <laughs> you are ZD is well. I just, I just, I, some, I okay. I want people to know this. I don't want them to not know it. I they think well after I get to give my spiel in the self okay, wardrobe. Okay. Uh, so, but I wanted to say that when you're taking your machine apart, look at your bobbin case. To make Our sure next you podcast is going to be so good. Yeah, Go ahead. Make sure you didn't punch a hole. In right. your bobbin case. There can be a hole. Yeah. Actually, a hole is okay. A hole is okay. Because you can, like, take emery paper and make yeah, it Yeah, you can smooth. file it down. But if it has a burr on the hole, you're in trouble. Yeah, you, well, yeah, yeah you need to, actually, that can really help. Because we were, like, out of bobbin cases mm -hmm. one time. Someone yeah, came they, in. And, okay, this bobbin case had, like, 15 holes in it. Yeah. it and the... Okay, it's not we actually didn't know you how probably, the person had been sewing yeah, for... Yeah, you probably only put three right. holes in this bobbin case, but I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and I can't remember. Our tech was sick, and the bobbin cases were on back order. And I was going to, like, give her one out of a floor model if I had to, but I filed it down to right. make it smooth, and it worked. Right. So that was cool. Okay, let's get back to needles. Uh, and so, they're not cheap. So don't sew yeah, over pins. Don't sew over pins. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, so we are turning our hand wheel. Public service announcement. Everything's moving freely and nicely. Yay. Now you get to put a new needle in. That's right. You're going to put it in flat to the back mm-hmm. in 95% of cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have one of those machines where it's to the side, that's a different story, but you know about that. Uh, so flat to the back. It has to do with the orientation of your Yeah, we just, did, we just did a really right. good uh, episode mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Uh, flat to the back. Gonna make sure it's a new needle. Don't put something in that you're un, un, uh, unsure about. And I would rethread your machine, and I would just try and sew now on like two something layers of easy. woven. Yeah, yeah, something, some easy woven cotton, whatever. Right. Yeah, two your two layers. Make sure you know it's doing a nice thing. Also, make rethread. Yeah, I said okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, did yeah, you because been... yeah because the thread will jump a lot of times when you um. Break a needle. Right. And so you've re-threaded. Right. You're doing that. And then uh, when the other thing you want to reevaluate, let's let's uh, take a quick break and let's talk about other things to reevaluate before you begin sewing on your project again because you were probably in the middle of something right. that you're not finished with, right? Okay, so we'll take a quick break. Edie, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Sewing out loud. Welcome back to When Needles Go Bad. Mom thinks that's really funny. I think that's I hope cute. you're all laughing. All right. Now you need to reassess. You said rethread. This is one thing you need to assess. If you were just sewing through two layers of cotton and your needle broke. And it broke them for that reason. Okay. Right. You, there could be something in your thread path So it's pulling on your needle. So, right. And this, understand, your needle got pulled or bent out of alignment. Mm-hmm. And that's why you broke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you think that, you know. Sometimes all you do is you change your needle and you just go on your merry way and it's working again. Right. So one thing that I see people do is the thread is not coming off of the spool correctly, smoothly. smoothly. Right. Yeah. You know, it's getting hung up on, you know, say a gouge that's maybe in the spool yeah. or it's they've they've skipped something in the thread path. Not using the right thread cap. Crappy um, thread will do that to you, too. Also, there is a thread guide. I have done a live about this, but, you know. Right before the needle? That yes, one? The thread guide but right people before don't the think needle. it's important? Or they don't right. realize the spring has been, there's a spring on yes, some of them now. which is sprung. It's helpful. Right. Oh, that's a good live. Write, the, that, write that down for the me. The spring got sprung? The spring got sprung. And, uh, 
that that can be a problem. So make sure you're getting in that thread guide there. So make sure everything's feeding properly. And then you're supporting your big rug or your whatever, right? Your heavy yes. thing. Okay, but then let's look at your project. If you're breaking a needle, uh, and let's say you put your project under there again, and you break it again, is your project, is the way you're going about it not right? Is your technique incompatible with your project. Or is your project incompatible with your sewing machine? Yeah. Not everything can be sewn That's on right. this sewing machine. It's very true. Okay. Even, even us, I mean, we make a lot of heavy Listen, thick I stuff have sewn work. I have sewn repaired luggage. Yeah. Literally, I mean real tapestry luggage. type luggage. I have repaired on my sewing machine. I would not suggest everybody do it. Yeah. Or I mean, I've sewn through hot glue on yes. not while it was hot. Okay, everybody. But what I did was like I hot glued feathers together, and then I had to sew through the hot glue, right. and the baby lock went through it. Okay, uh, but if your machine doesn't have that strong of a motor, mm-hmm. it might not be an option. So you need to look at hand. I sew through sequins all the time. Yeah, you, you know. need to look at hand sewing. You need to look at glue. Right. Uh, you might need to look through other things. Also, okay, this is true. We've been kind of talking about sewing machines, mm-hmm. but on sergers. Okay, I had a customer one time who wanted to sew through a felted, she wanted to make a bag out of felted sweaters. Mm -hmm. The thickness of this felted sweater that she had done, Mm -hmm. it was a full like three-eighths of an inch. Right. And then she wanted to do another one. Right. It doesn't even fit under the foot properly. Well, what was really, what was a nice illustration on the serger was that the blade didn't the go blade up that far? The blade won't slice the whole thing. That's right. That's right. Now, um, so I just said to her, "I was like, this is too much right. for." And I'm talking about our beloved baby lock sergers, right? Okay. Right. So the, the thing that we love and that we say is so versatile and so useful, it just wasn't gonna. They were so thick. It was just, it well, was too much. And then you decide that that's hand sewing, or you're going to take it to your shoe shop and have that guy sew it, or whatever. I and actually, I think we ended up over on the sewing machine, and it was because the sewing yeah. machine will often have a higher foot clearance. Absolutely. There. So and she, uh-huh. when you say that, every sewing machine are, uh-huh. uh huh, yeah, different sewing machines. Right. That clearance is specific to sewing machines. Right. Yes. So I think she broke needles, and that was due to just like things weren't moving. Right. You know, or maybe you had a buildup of thread. And this right. is where this can be such a nice fix if it works. Lengthening your stitch Absolutely. on a thick project right. can oftentimes make a world of difference. Absolutely. So you don't get the thread buildup. Uh you the machine, even if let's pretend your stitch, your straight stitch, it was set on two point five millimeters, which is the default in many cases. And then it's a real thick project, and you're not even getting that 2.5 because your feed dogs can't move ideally. Right. They cannot So move you that. go up to 4, or you go right. up to 3.5. You go up, and you may still not get that 4, but you're still giving your project more right. space. You're giving it more time to do its thing. That's right. So it's trying to get – so it's moving that along more, and you're just – you are uh, exploiting the power of your sewing machine really there by lengthening your stitch, and it can make a world of difference. Also, pay attention. If you start – if you come up against a bulky seam – if you come up against something and your machine starts to sew in place, you need to stop. Right. You need to readjust. Maybe it wasn't bulky seam. Maybe it was your thread getting caught on the foot or something like that. And that can cause your needle to break. So paying attention is important. Right. What did you just write down? Well, I just wrote rubber down. 
So a rubber. I just you, wrote rubber if down. You, if you go to sew through elastic, yes, there is a possibility mm-hmm. that your needle will pierce it. Okay, but it may also be bending your needle. Yeah. And especially, I find, okay, I don't have a lot of problems with this. I have high-powered sewing machines. Right. And I have experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially if someone's trying to, say, sandwich a piece of elastic or a piece of cording or, you know, a um, what are, like a tie or something yeah. through several layers. Yeah. You need to hand walk through it and see what's going to happen. Yeah, and lengthen and lengthen your stitch. And lengthen hand, your hand stitch. walking your machine through a couple of bumps isn't bad. It's not against the rules. No, it's not bad technique. It doesn't mean you're not a good sewer. It actually means you're very competent. Yes, to get to this intersection or this speed bump or whatever you want to call it and go. Ah, I'm smart enough to walk through this by using my hand wheel. Uh, and there are some other. Let's just you know. Right. Go on that kind of coming to a hump or coming to. Uh, I like the speed bump. The speed bump. Intersection or speed bump. Speed We're bump. driving along. Yeah. You, you can use something called a hump jumper yeah. or a, what did, you know, it used to come. I used to call it, what was it? It's like it called a, a leveler. Jean, it, no, it had a name about being a jeans something too. Oh. Like a denim something we yeah. called it. I can't remember. It was like a jeans tool Yeah. Or they like called that. it like the denim leveler or something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, a brand that we uh, used to sell. They had this tool, and it was three plastic pieces, mm-hmm. uh, plastic rectangles, like picture long, right. three plastic long rectangles, and it had a little like uh, rivet. So you could use one, you could use two, two layers, or, or three, three layers. Uh, the baby lock has a foot with a button on it it's, where it will level it off. It's a leveling foot. Because if you do come up to something and your right. foot, your the toe of your foot it's, flips up at such an angle that right. your needle will hit so it. So what that does happen. is it brings up the back of your foot to uh-huh. be even yes. with whatever the front is having to come over. So let's be clear. You're putting this hard plastic thing behind your needle yes. in a place you've already sewn. Right. You're not going to sew over the plastic thing. Right. right. <laughs> so. so all it does is lift the back yes. of, of your foot. Yes. The part that's behind the needle. Right. And in doing that, it takes the tilt out of the foot because most feet have a, um, they're, they're not rigid. Yeah, they have a joint. They have a joint. Flex, the, a flex, flex action. Yes. It's like, it's, it's like your ankle. Yep. You yep. know, because it is an ankle on your foot. So we, we said lengthen your stitch, hand walk through things, maybe use a hump jumper when you're going through intersections um, and things like that. Uh, the other thing is maybe you need a needle. You're talking about going through rubber. If you're going through rubber or even sometimes uh, vinyl mm-hmm. and certain there's like, a lot of, there's a lot of fabrics too now that might have um, a certain treatment on the top, whether it be decorative or yeah. a functional treatment that will slow that needle down and give you know it gives a resistance say to it. There are needles that are lubricated, right? One of which is a denim needle. Right. Okay. But you'll also find, especially now that the sewing companies have like really caught on to this whole cosplay thing. Yes. Um, they have like costume needles yes. that have the coating on them. Right. So when we say lubricated, they have like a titanium coating on right. them. Right. Or like a Teflon or something that's super slick. Yes. That will help it to just get through there and not be dragged on. Because when you get drag, if it's dragging through the elastic as the needle comes Isn't up. Isn't a chromium needle slick too or yeah, something? I yeah. Mean, you know. I think so. Uh, so yeah. if your needle's coming upwards, and then it's dragging through the elastic, and the elastic's moving 
back away from you because the feed dogs are trying to move it, you're going to get this drag and this breaking. So what happens just basically, I mean, Mallory's been detailing it, the drag and all this. So what happens is basically it gets your machine like out of timing Mm -hmm. because it's not allowed each piece is not allowed to move freely like it needs to. Yeah, uh, and then, you know, my favorite breaking a needle is, like, when you're sewing around, like, a, I don't know, something that obviously the needle won't go through, like yeah. a button. You yeah, just... so no, <laughs> you know, button sew-on thing is absolutely the other happen. thing that you need to yeah. hand walk through to make sure it's right. But I've done stupid stuff right. where, like, I knew... That I shouldn't sew through right. this thing, but I got too close or right. something like that. Right. And, and it, those are those are just things that happen. Yes, too. It, it can happen right. even to the best of us. I just sewed next. Uh, I was sewing kitty ears onto a headband, uh-huh. and it's like a plastic headband, right. and I wrapped the Annie Soft and Stable around it and sewed next to it. Uh-huh. And I used the zipper foot, but I was like, "Hey, don't don't try and get too close here, Mallory, because right. you're gonna sew over the headband because your needle right. is un." Uh, is unprotected on right. one side. So I was trying to get so close, but I was like, wait a minute, don't don't break a needle. So. I think another thing that, I mean, even though you, you did, you touched on it a little bit, but yeah. we should make sure is you need to make sure the needle's in properly. Yes. It's in the right position. The back is where the back is supposed to be. The front is where the front is supposed to be. And the hub is all the way up to the stop. All the way up. There is a stop there. And I don't know if there's a machine you can't see it in. Is there? I think you can always see know. the top of the needle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe there is. There, but... there may be, but I can't think of one. You know, yeah. the needle needs to go up absolutely as far as it can. That's right. So getting it up there and then tightening with your fingers. Well, that's another breaker. That's right. If you haven't tightened. Oh, my God. This this causes the most yeah. scarifying things. Scarifying. The, yes. This would happen in guide New class. New sewing word, scarifying. Where... We change the needle for embroidery, <laughs> and then people tighten the needle screw with their finger, right. and then we always say, then take a screwdriver or a tool and tighten it just a, just an eighth of a turn I always more. say an eighth to a quarter of a turn. Yeah, you don't have don't to. Don't overdo it, and no. don't let some big, like, muscular person come in and go, I'll do that for you, Yeah, because that's not good either. <gasps> Mom, that was so good of you not to gender the strong person. I got a little upset with mom earlier today because she was like, Jerry and Josh could kill a deer for And the only reason, it had nothing to do with gender. It had to do with who I thought had shot a gun before. Well, I've shot a gun before. And I'm just Well, I have too, but I've never shot. I would hunt for my family. I have never (laughs) shot an animal. No, I've never I've never hunted before, but I right. we man, have done target shooting. Times, That's totally different. Times are a changing. Target shooting is we, different. We times are a changing. Target shooting is different. I just want everyone to know in my family that I would I would protect them. Okay. <laughs> I would I would go out actually I'm like, what can I raise for, you know, meat around here? We were actually talking Becoming about shooting deer because pioneer. we often have like fifteen on our driveway. I know that this might be out of some people's comfort zone. <laughs> right now but uh yeah anyway okay let's let's move on <laughs> thanks mom uh women can over tighten needle things too that would happen so much it's at the those shop. big old muscular people that think they're no. helping because strong is better yes 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 but that would happen at the shop a lot I'm yeah like, no i can over tighten something too i just choose not to because i'm right. smarter okay so don't over tighten but 
do tighten a little bit because people would start the embroidery machine yeah. and then, oh God, the most terrible sound because the needle would just fall out. Right. And the but foot would, would keep but going would up sti- and down, wait, but, still well, be moving. No, the thing is, is the needle would stay threaded. So yes. it'd be flopping around on there flopping and the, it, it was really And the really needle bars awful, moving right. up and down and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so yeah. That's the other thing. It's high drama. <laughs> You should always know what button turns your machine That's off. That's right. Always know where Always, always, always. I actually, when I was, um, people were probably terrified when I was teaching them to sew. I'm I, looking back at it. but I I'm was, sure they were. Yeah. I noticed it. Yeah. In an embroidery guide, I'd be like, okay, everybody, where's your start stop button? And then I would be like, put your finger on it, take it away. Put your finger on it, take it away. Because when something bad would happen during embroidery, I feel like people would either hands off back oh, would, away from or the machine put their hand under. or yes or well, put their and, hand on and the, the thing about the it is if you were teaching you might have 10 12 people yeah, maybe you don't in know. class so you're across the room and you know the sound of what it's like and you're like leaping across yes. furniture and there and no no nobody's hitting the stop button you know so it was very important it sounds so much more I'm just, I'm having flashbacks. I can smell the store right now. I'm I'm I can feel I can feel the carpet it beneath my feet. It sounds much more heroic yes. too than it was, doesn't yes. it? I can feel the table as I put my hand on it and, and speed around the corner. You know, I like to go turn off somebody's machine. Well, what would be funny? I thought, okay, what would be funny in the shop? And this would be like broken needle time or broken thread or threaded wrong or whatever, like. Across the the you know shop, you would hear someone that worked there. No, but you would hear someone that worked there would hear something like you know forty feet away, and they'd go, "Not in the uptake lever." Like they weren't even there. We got to where we could hear the problem. Yeah. Well, we could. Uh, So yeah. Anyway, I'm talking about people that work there. Yeah. When your needle falls out, it has a high chance of breaking. (laughs) And it's scary. It's really scary. <laughs> now, sometimes your needle can get, like, pulled out more right. with, with right. The, some of those high-resistant uh, things that we've been talking about. <laughs> uh, the other thing, I, you know, I'm having a little – I feel like we've covered a little bit of this before, but maybe we need a podcast on reducing bulk. I don't know if we've done one. Well, it's I, I talk about reducing bulk so much. We talk so about much. it all the time. Yeah, so but maybe much. we could come up with some specific examples because I'm thinking about, you know, layers of – stuff right. like linings and whatnot and like what should this person do with these hand felted right. sweaters you right. know um if they want to make something out of them uh etc cetera, etc cetera. so maybe that's something we can do all right so uh if your needle though continues to break i do have to say this is where i'll share my story though okay but but there is a point that you might need a technician. Yes, there is a point, but but wait, yeah. there's one more thing you can okay. do. Okay, okay. All right, one more thing. One more thing. I get it. I don't know what this is. Well, I'm going of, to be surprised first too. First of all, turn your machine off and back on again because yes. it can. Sometimes, it can reset the needle if you a, have if you yeah if any. Actually, it can even work on a non-computerized machine, but not that often. It'll usually be on your computerized machine. Yeah, so that can help. Okay. I did a live broadcast once in the self-sewn wardrobe. Oh, I I remember this now. I cannot remember what technique I was demonstrating, but it was not that hard. It was on a serger. Now, I would have to sew in some awkward positions when I did these. Because the camera was on her. And I'm by myself a lot because I don't make mom, like, film me. And this is when I was going live, like, three times a week and everything. So I go to sew this whatever on the serger. And I break a needle, and I was like, oh, everything's fine. And I'm using my best, like, TV, you know, attitude to handle this. And I had the tools, and I had a spare needle. And I was like, now I'm changing my needle. And I'm talk, talk, talking. 
and I go back to sew again, and I broke it again. And I was like, okay, two broken needles, it's time to end the live broadcast. And so I did. And I was like, guys, I don't know what's going on, but I think I need to, like, calm down and try to deal with this off camera. And I remember Stephanie Bateman being like, yeah, slow your roll, Mal. And I was like, yeah, slow your roll, Mal. Like, that's exactly, exactly what I need to do right now. I need to calm down. And so I did. I, like, left. I did something else. And I came back. I completely unthreaded the machine. I changed both needles. I rethreaded it. And everything was fine. I am not exactly sure what was going on. I, you know... But you could have easily had a thread that was getting hung up, could have, and, especially and, on a serger. And if I was in right. such a state, even if you're right. not on camera, let's pretend you're in a hurry or something for whatever reason. Well, you're just okay. Not noticing as everything. soon as it doesn't go right, even if I'm calm, I'm still moved to another state. Uh huh. You know, even I had something like that happen not too long ago. You weren't up here, and I was up here late at night, and I was like, I don't know why this isn't going as smooth as usual. Yeah. I'm just going to just. Take it as it comes and know that I can stop anytime I want. Because I didn't happen to have pressure on me about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I wasn't trying to get it done for tomorrow or the, or whatever. Or... One time our software teacher, Joanne, she brought in her whole machine. She brought in her embroidery unit one time. She's like, I was trying to do this thing, and I just think this thing needs service. But I have, I have a project to do. And I took her machine into the classroom, and I threaded it. I did exactly what she was doing, I remember. And I had no problem. And she's like, what was going on? I was like, honestly, Joanne, sometimes when you're in a hurry, you right. can't see everything. And I'm not saying that like I'm some person no. who doesn't ever get in a hurry. And, and Joanne you was know? a great sewer yeah. and a great problem solver. Like a really cool, right. calm head, right. you know. So it's like not a... Uh, we used to say in those instances, the machine needed a ride. Yes, the machine needed a little car ride, so it can happen. But Everybody needs aired out once in a while. I think that Quinn, I think that's kind of what she did. You know, um, she broke a couple of needles. Yeah. She just shared her gunny sacks dress. I think this is the project she was working on. And uh, she's like, oh, I keep breaking needles. And I was sewing in this position. And it broke. And da-da-da-da-da. Right. And I was like, honestly, if you completely, you know, clean it out and rethread it and it's still breaking, you got to take it somewhere, you know. So uh, that is what – now, I think the problem resolved itself. So I don't know if she just needed a little break or something – or the machine did. But that is – that's what um, that's what happened. Okay. So last but not least. Last but not least. You want to use a quality needle. Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. Um, we like Schmetz a lot. Schmetz. Class A is a needle. Yes. There's some, there's another needle we like. What is it? I don't I know. There three. Don't, stop talking so quiet. Sam's I will talk one. loud. <laughs> we Did like you? Schmetz needles. <laughs> Class A is another. Um, but it needs to be, yeah. you know, usually... For some reason, if it's a German needle, it's a good one. Okay? I don't know why. Um, but if you're using an inexpensive needle, you're not saving money. You're probably just buying trouble. Ooh, I like that. Oh, yeah. You're not saving. I think saving. my mother said I that was gonna, once. It sounds, yeah. it sounds very vintage. Sounds like my it. mother. You're not yeah. saving money. You're, you're buying, buying trouble. trouble. Oh, I'll put that in my I'll put that in my back pocket. Okay. so <laughs> We'll put that up on, on the header on our, on uh, our site. Uh, not, yeah. don't, you're not saving money. You're buying trouble. That's good. So do, I mean, you'd, especially if you keep, if a needle should last well through a project. If it's like a normal, 
simple side <laughs> project, right? Where you're not going through all of these bizarre things we talked about. Okay. It should last and be pretty sharp till the end of a, a reasonable, right. you know, if, project. If there's a project and you keep breaking needles, either your technique is not good like, and you're not removing obstacles that you should right. be removing. Go, you can listen to our episode on right. sewing over beaded right. fabric. A lot of people, you know? a lot of people use things too that will gunk their needle up. Like and they don't clean it. School glue and all these glues. People, I see people using uh, glue stick all the time. That can really gunk things up and put a drag Especially on things. Especially if it's not dry. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah. you need to think about all those things. And you can clean yeah. your needle off with alcohol pads. You can. Um, but. If you, if if you continue to break needles through a project, it's a bad sign. Either technique is off, project is not met for the sewing machine, or it needs to go into the shop because right. it's breaking needles. Or it's a bad needle, or the wrong needle. Yes, yes. Everybody knows there's lots of needles but out like, there, lots of different types. People used to come in and be like, oh, "I just broke seventeen needles," and I was like, "Okay, yeah. well, let's." So talk I about can't this. make a pair of jeans with a size sixty universal needle. Right. Okay. Right. It's not going to work. I'm very, not going to get more than three stitches, and my needle will break. Very true. I mean, you might get just a little farther than that, but you know, you will you will have troubles. So uh, keep that in mind as you move forward. Quality needles. Get that get that bulk set of needles. Don't buy trouble. Yeah. Don't buy troubles. Don't. Buy buy good stuff. No, don't do save, buy good stuff. Do buy, so if it's, Mal- if it's Mal- you're, not you're losing saving, it or something, I don't know what's going on here. Now listen, if if you're not uh, saving money, you're buying trouble. <laughs> That's then it right. Be like spend money, buy quality, quality, not yeah. trouble. <laughs> Try to find buy it. peace of mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, if we could buy peace of mind. That's the thing we want to buy. Yes. And then I do want to take a moment uh, just to say that uh, thank you to our members. Uh, Right now, during April of 2020, a lot of people's priorities are needing to shift. Yes. um, Including our own. And uh, our biggest way that we sustain this business is through memberships. Uh, We do get sponsorships. We do sell some things. But, you know, a lot of you love the podcast enough that you're willing to support us with a membership and we appreciate that and those of you whose priorities do have to change during this time please keep listening please please keep listening we are your sewing friends hopefully we can be here when you want to join back up again that's right um keep uh keep sharing our stuff on social media or if you know somebody who's sewing and needs something to listen to Say, hey, I know this podcast. And uh, if you are someone who is experiencing a more stable time, we appreciate you keeping your membership up. And then also maybe contact your local sewing store and see if they're doing any kind of shipping or curbside delivery or curbside pickup or or anything like that. So here's a thought. So here? So here is a thought. Mallory and I, most of you know, practically live together. Okay, (laughs) we live on the same property. It's two houses, and they are conjoined by our studio. Yes. Okay, so we really don't even have to go outside to go to each other's house. We go up the stairs and through a door, and we're in our studio, each of us on each side. So during this time of being locked down Mm -hmm. or whatever your I, I don't think there's a universal word yet. Everybody's it's, sort of using it's a, not, yeah. You know, everybody's kind of using, you know, social distancing, whatever, sheltered in, whatever. Think about this. 
Mallory and I are only seeing basically each other. <laughs> I'm well, so glad. So how do you think these podcasts may evolve and what they might sound like in a couple of weeks? It's going to be for your entertainment. And we're trying to keep things light and fun. And uh, we just I just got an email from a listener who said, thank you for having made what you've made because I just went back and listened to old episodes and got to That's have right. a little... I like I like the um, phrase slice of normal. It's like you're... Con- yeah. Assuming a little slice of normal, and it feels real good. And if anybody wants to know what the funniest episodes are or the most informational, I would message Fred Berry. That's right. (laughs) She 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 knows knows these suckers. She's the keeper. She's the keeper of the podcast. She knows the funniest ones, the worst ones. Fred's Fred's mind is a steel trap. The ones she's mentioned the most in. All that. Exactly. Just contact Fred. Okay. Well, we will talk to you all later. And you can get to uh, get to us in the Self Zone Wardrobe Facebook group. You can see us on Instagram. We are at So Here Calm, um, and we appreciate you all listening. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.